Hello there TJs, it's John here. I hope you're having a good and not too windy Tuesday. Uh, I talked to Amanda Simpson recently. She is the CEO and founder of Leading Business Service Specialist SVC Solutions. She's got over 25 years experience in providing recruitment, HR, health and safety and training services to clients across the UK. She is also the developer of the bespoke management in a box training program for aspiring managers. Uh, We talked about mentoring, that's something that she's a bit of an expert in, as well as leadership versus management the differences and similarities between these two uh, disciplines. It was a really good chat. Um, Sit back, relax, grab your tea, your coffee, your glass of water and enjoy this. I'm going to start though with talking about mentoring because that's one of the things that you specialise in. It's obviously changed, the the dynamic of mentoring has obviously changed for reasons. Yeah, very much so. Um, I've always um, been very passionate about mentoring and coaching um, because in the beginning of my career of running my own business, that part of my career, I had a coach and it was very beneficial and it can be quite lonely at the top. (laughs) So, you, you know, having someone to actually go to that isn't family and you're not taking it home and that sort of thing, it's always been very important, I think, but more so since the pandemic. Um, I think it changed a lot of the way we're thinking and we're dealing with a lot of different things now, Um, not just the normal challenges you have of running your own business or, or being a boss and you know, running a team, small whether it's a small team or large team, we're we're always dealing with challenges. But I think we've had more challenges in the last eighteen months than ever before. So I'm very passionate and very um, serious about where we take those challenges and what support we've got around us to look after our own well-being because. If our well-being's out of kilter, then the business is out of kilter. We're not providing the leadership and support we should be to our employees and the people around us. So let's assume that it's more difficult than it used to be mentoring um, because of it's so much of it is being conducted remotely. What can we do to mitigate these barriers? And even better than that, what can we do to actively use them to our advantage? I think with mentoring and coaching, it's always a time element. People, you know, when you're busy as a boss or busy running your own business or, or just busy generally, it, it's thinking to yourself, oh, I've got to take a day out or half a day out face to face. It sort of gets put on the bottom of your list, um, which actually should be at the top, the very top. But... I understand that I'm a busy, busy person myself. So I sort of understand. So with the virtual, I've got to admit it, it was quite a challenge to start with, but I think we've all got very much used to virtual now. And actually the benefits are by far because we've got relaxed with it. We've got easier with it. And when I wouldn't recommend staying and doing a coaching session for half a day or a day virtually because that can be quite tiring and quite exhausting. So you can do it in short spurts, which I think is actually more beneficial than when we were face to face. 
I prefer face-to-face, if I'm honest. I, I do prefer that, but that's just my style and just, just who I am. But I'm starting to enjoy the virtual because I'm starting to see the benefits it's giving people because you can just jump on. It's more relaxed. It's more sort of people more open up a little bit more, I believe. That's certainly what we're seeing. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I get that. I think it, that's my experience with a lot of people. We're going to move from mentoring on to leadership and management because these are uh, another couple of things that um, are part of your specialism. So yeah, some of the most, if I look at Google Analytics for, t- for TJ, stick with me here, two of the <laughs> things that uh, are often very popular, one of them is learning versus training the sort of thing that you see people searching for. The other thing is leadership versus management. So do you see, it's, it's, it's always been, or in certain quarters anyway, uh, uh, people are log ahead slightly with whether these things are the same, different, how much overlap there is. Um, mm. Do you see them as completely distinct? Do you see one as a subset of another? Or how, do, how, do these, how does leadership and management kind of fit <laughs> together for you? I think it's really important how we approach it. Um, because over the years, it has changed so drastically. With It was always very much separate. You know, that you had your leaders, you had your managers. And I think as, as, business, as business owners, as bosses, we are promoting people within our businesses because they're great at their job. So you might have a great sales person or a great administrative person or great operations person so we're thinking oh you know they'll they'll be great they'll be a great manager and we're pushing them into roles sometimes where they haven't had the basic training and then we're shocked when they are struggling what's that's always been the case for years and years and years since I've been a trainer and since I've been running my own business I've done it myself I'm guilty of doing that myself years ago so you, you had your managers who are your doers. They're, they're the people that get stuff done. And then the leaders who inspire those managers to get stuff done. So leadership and management, in my mind, is very separate. But what's happened, and more so of late, it's, it's amalgamated into one. So we're expecting our managers to be leaders. But that is a very different skill set very different skill set because it is about inspiring people and it's about you know showing people how to do it being supportive being there for that person and the manager's trying to be the doer and the leader at the same time it is possible very much so um but it, it it's actually we don't actually think about it enough you know, what are we expecting of these people? And have we given them the support? You know, I, I don't know your experience of, of leadership, but mine certainly, when I first started the business, I was a manager. If I'm really honest, I was a manager. And then all of a sudden, I had to lead a team and I had to lead the business. So that's a very different skill set. And some people have got a natural leadership about them and some people haven't. But I do passionately believe it can be taught. But I believe it, it has to start, you have to go through the, the whole process to actually see the difference. I see some amazing managers now who are brilliant leaders, but they don't actually know that they are. 
because um, they're naturally doing it. Um, but then I see the opposite end of the scale there where they're struggling and they're really trying to understand the concept and the difference between the two. Um, there is a difference. Um, I would argue that we cannot expect our managers to be natural leaders without having the support, training, um, and everything that comes with that. Mm. I mean, I, yeah, from my point of view, I'd say that I certainly used to see them as very distinct. Like managers were very much more what yeah. um, people would put into action versus sort of the vision of leaders, perhaps leadership is more strategic maybe i think that gap yeah. is closing a little bit uh what do you think yeah i mean leadership is more strategic but it is also more about insp- inspiring people to be the best they can be mm. and you know from my my point of view as a leader you have to be consistent you have to be able and it goes back to coaching as well you know you have to be strong and you have to be in the right mindset there's no time for um being you know not delegating and getting on doing which is what a manager does when you're a leader because it crosses over so drastically so um they're two very distinctive roles but can and more so now be overlapped but in the right way with with the right backing the right understanding that you've got two roles there um that you're trying to deliver as one package um so i'm really passionate about it because there's where management in a box comes into play and then leaders for life comes into play and it's exactly why i've separated the two right yeah um on that subject, tell us a bit, finally, tell us a bit about Management in a Box. What's it all about? Okay, I came up with this concept quite a few years ago now. Um, being somebody who, myself, just sort of started from nowhere and all of a sudden had all this sort of responsibility. I'm not, I was never very academic, um, if, if I'm really honest. So I've, I learned all my academia up sort of later in life. There was a, there's a lot of management training out there where you can get qualifications, you can get a lot of theory-based. And with Management in a Box, I took my own experience over 20 years um, and put together a 12-month training program that didn't interfere with your day-to-day job. Because what I was noticing, people were not... They were a little bit apprehensive about doing management training because of time issues with assignments and things like that. So management in a box is, is about getting together with like-minded people in a cohort and sticking with that cohort right through the 12-month program. So you meet up once a month or virtually at the moment, um, but face-to-face wherever you can. And we look at the practical, everyday, real challenges that a manager has and we work our way through that program with reflection time and coaching built in which is quite unusual we we deliberately build coaching in so you can take people who are brand new to management never never done it before one group one cohort at that level and you can take people who've been managers for a while but have never had any any training or any formal training 
and we're getting a brilliant response to it and we're seeing people getting a lot of promotions from the, the end result of it which is what why I do it it's exactly what I'm passionate about you end up staying with that cohort they almost we end up sort of becoming friends really and you've got a support program around you all the time so you're not feeling lost or lonely we encourage a lot of activity management in the box a lot of fun real life scenarios that will happen to us on a day-to-day basis we do add theory in because I'm also you know an ILM business and I very much believe in accredited training but sometimes management box is a very good place to start. Um, and then when, you, when you're there, if you're going into, we go back to that leadership and management overlap, you can then move on through the process to leaders for life, which is, again, a different skill set. But it, it takes you through the process very quickly because you've got the foundation of management in a box. Sounds great. I'm, I'm someone who has also probably benefited from learning most of their skills for the things that I do now, at least post education. So um, yeah, sounds wonderful. Yeah. And uh, hope it goes well. Um, yeah. All the best and speak to you very soon. Okay. Thank you, John. Bye.